Heyo, welcome everyone to episode 94 of Today in the Scene. I'm Joe with Indie Arcade Wave, and I just want to say thank you for checking us out. If you like what we're doing here at Indie Arcade Wave, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And to everyone that's already riding the wave with us, thank you so much for your support. We've got an exciting one this week. It's been a little while since I put out an episode, I know, I'm sorry about that. But uh, we have a big announcement here. We've got a new game joining the Indie lineup, and... uh, Dan Fessler over at DSM Arcade, who we spoke to in episode three. If you haven't checked that one out, you definitely should. He already worked on Switch and Shoot and everything. Is just now releasing news of Nidhogg 2 coming to the arcade. So let's talk to Dan and hear about this. How you doing, Dan? Pretty good, man. Good to talk to you. Yeah, I'm glad glad you're back on here. I'm super excited about this. I know we, we spoke briefly a while back, uh, not on the show, but... Um, you were mentioned that you had a new project going on, and I remember guessing it was Nidhogg. You said it was not Nidhogg. You called um, it early, early, early. I you, couldn't believe it. You obviously couldn't give it away that early. Yeah. Like that was like a year before this. Um, At least, yeah. But but now now it's it's Nidhogg. So let's uh, let's just have you reintroduce yourself for anybody that didn't watch ninety one episodes ago, <laughs> and uh, just kind of get to know who you are. Sure, I'm uh, I'm Dan with DSM Arcade. Uh, basically, I ar- uh, design arcade cabinets for uh, game developers. Mainly, I work with indie game developers to like help um, help them bring their, their games to the arcade scene. Yeah, and you, you already did uh, Switch and Shoot, mm-hmm. and you've done a couple mm-hmm. different cabinet variations with that. Um, you built that one from scratch in your garage, right? Yeah, so like that's kind of like how the process goes. Because and just to do like a little bit more like background on DSM Arcade kind of speed round style, um, I got this. I moved into this house in Des Moines in like 2014. Had a huge wood shop from the old dude that lived here before us, and I just started, you know, kind of messing around with some small projects. And then uh, me and my buddies went to Updown in Des Moines, and we were playing the four player turtle cabinet. And there was a few drinks in. He was like, you know what you should do? You should build an arcade cabinet. And I was like, that's a good idea, man. And started looking some stuff up and started building one for myself. And it was kind of like a replica, like Turtles cabinet. And just kind of put some MAME stuff on it. Messed around with that for a while. And then, another, you know, uh, another sibling wanted one and another sibling and kind of built a couple more. Got better at it. Um, and I just, I just loved it. And I wanted to keep, like, designing. I was designing, like, the cabinets and, like, you know, like CAD software to kind of see what they look like and just messing with all this different stuff. And I wanted to keep doing it, but I didn't want to do like main cabinets or anything like that. I wanted to design like cabinets for specific games, you know? And so I just started kind of like searching for games, found Switch and Shoot by Matt Glanville and uh, designed a cabinet for that. And, you know, that was in 2018, I think we, we launched that. Sounds right. Yeah, man, it's yeah, it's kind of a blur with baby and the pandemic and everything. But um, we did that, and we've done seven of those cabinets, I think, and those were all hand built. But uh, yeah, that's kind of like you know how I work. Now we're working with a manufacturer for Nidhog Two and for Switch and Shoots going to a manufacturer as well. The same dudes that uh, same dudes. It's like a huge company. It's called <laughs> Fun Company. They build Killer Queen and tons of pinball. Um, like a reputable like manufacturer but yeah so i i I hand design and hand build like prototypes is my new process in my shop for nidhogg 2 i think i did like three prototypes from scratch until i I build one i'd be like this looks awesome like on paper you know saddle up to it and start playing and be like no didn't feel right it's too 
short or the angle of the monitors like isn't right for a, a guy like me that's you know just over six foot or or another one that was you know felt good for me bad for my wife who was shorter than me um but yeah so i, I just love designing arcade cabinets and that's kind of what i do and now we just bring it to a manufacturer and they replicate it perfectly yeah speaking on funko i mean they're they're awesome they work with stern they work with namco yeah. bandai like they do all the stuff and we're now working with them too so they're making galactic battleground yeah. Um, so they're, they're, they're the guys to go to if, if you want to produce arcade cabinets. Yeah. On a big scale. Yeah. Efficiently on a big scale. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, well then let's, let's just start talking about Nidhogg too. Like uh, how did you line this up and what was it like working with, with Mark Essen of Messoff? <clears throat> so, I mean, I had, um, that cabinet I talked about building. It's just in this other room over here. Um, you know, kind of like the replica, like four player turtles cabinet. I was doing like main stuff on it, but I was way more just like hooked on the idea of playing Steam games. And so I installed Steam and put a bunch of like, you know, uh, multiplayer games and indie games that, you know, I had seen and played on console or PC and started mapping the controls to the control panel and uh, playing them on there. And there were some that were just like perfect fits. Like they, felt so good like just with the joystick and the buttons and like standing next to your friends and playing it and it was just like holy cow some of these games should be arcade cabinets man um switch and chew was one of those games um and then i mean there's tons like i don't want to say like names of other ones really because i kind of talked to like a lot of people about like doing arcade cabinets but nidhogg was one in nidhogg 2 when it came out was definitely i think nidhogg 2 came out god i'm so bad with like years 27 2017 was it 2017 okay uh yeah and came out in 2017 i was so it was brand new i played a little bit on my computer i was like no no we gotta put this on the cabinet and we started playing it on there so how i mean how did you get that connection like how did you oh, yeah. talk to mark sorry 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 I, I, yeah i totally drifted from the <laughs> question. yeah and so i was playing it on my uh on my cabinet and um uh, it just was, I mean, it's as simple as just like asking, like I just started emailing. I think I tweeted something from the DSM arcade account, the same way I did for switch and shoot tagged the developer and was like, dude, this is dope on arcade. Like you should make an arcade cabinet just to kind of see if there's a little door. And I think he like liked the tweet or something. I was like, you know what? I'm going to find out what his email address is. And I emailed Mark and was just like, Hey, I design arcade cabinets. Here's some pictures of my work. I could point to switch and shoot at that point and be like, see, I can do like a, uh, a good cabinet, you know, that looks is, you know, does, uh, you know, does the game well, you know, like respects the game and represents the game. Um, and he was just like all for it, man. Simple as that. just like I said, with, I want to design an arcade cabinet for it. He said he had envisioned it as an arcade cabinet in the past. And, uh, and so we just started, I looked at the original email earlier today, actually, and it was like, I had like a rendering um, and like I did in CAD software that looked kind of close to like what we ended up with, kind of. There's some weird stuff there. Um, and there was like a hand drawn like thing that I did, I think at work, like on a little piece of notebook paper that I was like, here's what the decal would work. And it was so like, I should like show you that. It's so like rinky dink. Like, I-, I can't believe he said yes after seeing that. It looked like the shadiest operation imaginable. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's, sometimes it's as simple as that. Just being like confident and just asking like, Hey, you want to work together on this? And he said, yeah. And so we started working on it. 
Yeah, you never know until you ask. And someone in his position that made a game that was popular, maybe he just either didn't want to put in the work to put it in a cabinet or was just waiting for someone that already had expertise in the area. Busy guy. So, so I mean, once once that happened, it, it just it worked out. But I'm curious, since Nidhogg 1 is regarded very highly amongst people that enjoy the game, why did you pick Nidhogg 2 over the original? Sure. Um yeah, that was one of the first things we talked about a lot. Uh, well, I know I guess we didn't talk about it a ton. I just kind of went back and forth a couple of times. Like he said, what game are you thinking? At the time I was like Nidhogg 2, like it just came out, you know, uh, I was playing it. I was absolutely loving it. Um, I had just done, I was already envisioning what the cabinet would look like. And it was more like a nineties kind of like, uh, not, uh, I don't know, like, uh, I mean, the 90s is kind of like bright and obnoxious, like that kind of like art, you know, like Saved by the Bell type art or whatever you want to call it. Lots of neon and stuff like that. Um, and that's kind of what I was envisioning, like a kind of a 90s style arcade cabinet. And I had just done an 80s style arcade cabinet with Switch and Shoot. And so I was looking to do something different. And this was a better fit for that. And also, and probably more, most importantly, like the people that I was working with like networking with and selling switch and shoot cabinets to were arcade bars. And I have a lot of friends, like the people that go to arcade bars aren't necessarily like big gamers, you know, they're just people that want to go to a place where they got beer with that has like an arcade aesthetic. They like playing arcade games. They like having fun. And I have a lot of friends like that, but like don't necessarily play a ton of games, but they, you know, like arcades and they like hanging out with friends and going to arcade. Bars. And when I talked to those people and had them come over uh, and play Nidhogg 1 and Nidhogg 2, I mean, it was just like, for whatever reason, across the board, it was just, no, Nidhogg 2. I, maybe just because it's more eye-catching or, you know, maybe it was more, uh, you know, it, the, it's kind of more of a SNES, like uh, Super Nintendo graphic style versus like Nidhogg 1, which is more like Atari, so maybe it kind of was more of a nostalgia thing for people. But, you know, I mean, I love designing arcade cabinets, but I'm still like, trying to you know start get a business going and if if people that i'm selling to resoundingly want you know nidhogg 2 versus nidhogg 1 then of course i'm going to pursue that and i was happy to that was already what i was thinking anyway so it, it was you know exactly what i wanted to design and people loved it and it would it just come out too so it was kind of a cool thing to you know dovetail with like the launch of that game is to start like working on this and kind of relaunch it obviously we didn't think it it take three years to do it but here we are yeah i mean i haven't played nidhogg 2 in a while and i just actually replayed a little bit of it before we were talking just so i could kind of refresh myself with the game and graphics how it feels i feel like the second one to me personally is just a little feels a little more fast pace like mm-hmm. it, it fits the arcade energy a little bit more um obviously having the graphics that are a little more upgraded you're right it feels more like turtles it feels more like simpsons it feels more that way as opposed to like an atari 2600 so um, i think it fits the aesthetic great and the cabinet looks fantastic um yeah the work on it it, is awesome yeah to like that no like you want like i talked to arcade operators plenty you know and i can't just think of it you have to think of it from i mean it's not just arcade bars that we're selling to like there's especially with nidhogg 2 there's interest with like game development companies for like break rooms and tech companies and stuff like that but you know when i talk to operators they're like if you have an eye-catching cabinet 
people are just going to make a beeline to it. And if, if people listening to this or watching this have seen the Nidhogg 2 cabinets and eye-catching cabinet, and it's the same thing for Galactic Battlegrounds with the LED T-molding and stuff like that. I've talked to people that operate arcades like all across the country who say that people will come in and then just shoot right to that cabinet, Galactic Battlegrounds, just because it's got those like really eye-catching like LEDs on it. Like Sometimes it's as simple as that. And if you draw people in with that and then they fall in love with your game, dope. That's perfect, you know? And so, I mean, the Nidhogg 2 art is, like, known for being super uh, immodest. Like, it's grotesque. It's, like... It's loud. It's loud. It's in your like, face. Yeah, for sure. Toby Dixon is the artist. He did the artist in-game. He did the promotional art. And he did all the cabinet artwork for us. And it just looks exactly how i wanted to with the slime dripping down I, that's on the original sketch i did it was like the slime dripping down the front around the coin door and stuff like that but yeah like speaking of that you want, i wanted some eye catching and this, this is for sure eye catching absolutely sweet i mean I, I love the cabinet i think it's so cool um when is it going to be available? Like, when will people be able to buy this game, and how will they get the game? Will they order it from like the DSM website or what? Yeah. So, if you're watching this, listening to this, it's available for order right now at DSMArcade.com. It's going to be clear how to find it from there. It'll be all over the homepage. Uh, we did a whole homepage like redesign for it just to highlight it in the best way possible, you know. And. Uh, uh, in terms of when it's coming out, I, we're talking to fun company and their timeline is getting, you know, they're got a pretty quick, like lead time right now, a quick turnaround. And so if you order by September 15th, we're going to be shipping cabinets for orders before then this fall. I can say that in a better way. I'm sure if you order by September 15th, you'll get your Nidhogg two cabinet this fall. And that's like, was really important to me to like have a quick turnaround. I didn't want people buying it and being like, okay, 2023, we'll see what happens. But yeah, we've, we've talked to the manufacturer a lot, you know, we're getting all the parts and everything. We had some specially made buttons and the, the color is really unique that we're getting in from Spain and uh, all that's getting there. And so yeah, order now dsmarcade.com. Uh, and then you'll get yours this fall. Well, I mean, of course this isn't like a one and done thing though. We'll always have them up on the website. It's just that, you know, that um, timeline will change. So if you order later this, you know, October or something like that, maybe you're looking at a 2023 cabinet coming, but it's going to be well worth it whenever you order it. If it's a couple months or a few months out until it gets delivered, it's going to be worth the wait, man. I've been playing this one over in this other room. I have the, the first one, number one, playing it a ton. And it's just it's legit. Like, I know it's going to sound so biased because, like, of course I would be, but it's legit one of my favorite arcade games. It's so fun. Yeah, I can't wait to see this one out in the wild. I mean, I already I love the game already and switch and shoot. I don't know what it was about Bumble Bash, but when I started playing that at Bumble Bash, I started getting a vibe for it. Got it on my PC, yeah. and now I've just been pushing. I think my high score now is like seven hundred, which I don't think I beat like fifty when I was in uh, Tennessee. Yeah. So I'm pretty happy about that score going up. But uh, yeah, you pick you pick really good games that have that uh, arcade energy, but they're also really challenging. Like you can walk up play it immediately yeah. it's simple but like to yeah. be really good at it you have to really put in the time and the energy and totally, man. speaking <clears throat> of like how you found them you mentioned it briefly but when did you really first encounter nidhogg was it 
originally on that cabinet or were you playing it before you were building arcade cabinets? Because I know the first one came out a couple years before. That was like 2015. Was it? I thought it was earlier than that. It, maybe it was earlier than that. I think, well, I know Nidhogg, uh, Nidhogg 1, I saw on Giant Bomb. Uh, I got, maybe I don't have it up. Oh, wait. Yeah, Giant Bomb cast. Uh, Giant Bomb, I started watching them like 2013, and they would play, they had like unprofessional Fridays, they all sit on the couch, and then they display like local multiplayer games usually. Well, they do tons of stuff, but that's where I found out about all these games, kind of like, like, you know, like Nidhogg. Um, and I just like saw them play it, got it, and then had like a media PC hooked up to my TV at the time. Would have friends come over for like happy hour, and we'd always play Nidhogg and a bunch of other stuff. And yeah, they they were always really good at like unearthing like awesome games like that. But yeah, that's that's how I found out about it. And then of course when Nidhogg Two was announced, I was just like already tuned into it. So I was just like, yeah, absolutely, I'm gonna get that right away. But yeah, like for Switch and Shoot, it was more like, um, like digging. Like I was searching like Steam for like arcade style shooter, all these different keywords and stuff like that to see what would fit. I'm glad you said that. Like you know, I'm picking games that kind of have that kind of good arcade feel. But I mean, that's definitely if you're like looking at this and like like building cabinets or designing games for arcade cabinets, like. I'm always thinking of, and I know that I'm biased because I've worked with so many like arcade bars, but I'm always trying to think of like a dude, a person who's had a few beers and walks up to this game. Like, are they going to get it by the time that that quarters run out? You know what I mean? And are they going to put in another one? And so it's like, I've had people, you know, send me games from time to time. And it's just like, if this, I came up at this, you know, clear headed, and it took me, you know, five, 10 minutes to kind of get what I was doing. And like, that's just not going to fly. Like, it's right. got to be this like, boom, I get it. Oh, and I'm hooked too. I got to do right. another one, see what's going on, which is definitely switch and shoot. Switch and shoot, it's like the most game like that ever. And then Nidhogg <clears throat> 2 is just like the same deal, you know? And speaking to like that easy to learn, difficult to master thing, like I had friends over, like I've played tons of this cabinet and I've had friends over like a few days ago and uh they never played the game at all and they almost beat me a couple times it's just like really like you know if you want to get into like tournament play or something like that of course there's like things and like intricacies you can like pick up about the weapon rotation and how these weapons like you know how your weapon's going to pair with your enemy's weapon and how to move and all this stuff but but uh i mean i still think there's like an element that it's like a very if, if you're approaching it in that mindset, there's a very like level playing ground. I think, I think like, like I was saying, like I played a ton and I played with people that are brand new to it and they still hold their own. So I think that's a pretty good, a pretty good sign of a good game. Yeah. I also love the fact I was just on steam, just looked at this. There was an update on September 15th. So he's still, still working on the game, putting maps and stuff in. Mm -hmm. Are there any plans for like arcade, arcade exclusive content on this cabinet? Oh, well, I Maybe in the future. Yeah, I could. I mean, we haven't talked about that. It's just been, you know, working on different arcade builds and kind of messing with these, you know, these settings. The game is running like at a steady 60 frames. You got the FPS counter up on it always. And it's just like it runs beautifully. It's awesome. Um, uh, 
sorry, I just heard the baby cry upstairs. Uh, uh, but in terms of arcade exclusive content, yeah, I mean, that's something we can definitely look at in the future. We've been too preoccupied with what we're doing now to discuss that, I think. Just get the game out, figure it out later. Yeah, maybe there needs to be like an up-down map or something like that. I'm I'm part, I'm part in Des Moines, so I'm just like partial up-down, man. I'm oh, like yeah. always promoting them and stuff like that. Those guys have been good to switch and shoot. Been good to me. I love those guys, for sure. Yeah, I mean, you guys have the original up-down, so I mean, it's it's a great spot to be. Um, I guess the last thing is just shout out your social medias. Let people know where they can find you, follow along, see the game, stuff like that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, just DSM Arcade, all one word on everything. We even I I sat on a TikTok handle. Even I don't know anything about TikTok, <laughs> but I we got a trailer especially cut for um, the TikTok aspect ratio. So might as well. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm DSM Arcade on everything, and I kind of I don't I don't really tweet like I kind of just tweet like a dude. I'm not like tweeting like a big corporation or anything because I am. It's like a one man company. I mean, I work with game developers and artists and manufacturers, but it's just me, man. Like, it's just me trying to like think of cool cabinets to design and, and bring to the world, you know. So uh, yeah, like check it out, DM me, email me, whatever. If you got a game that you want to see on an arcade cabinet, message me. Whatever you want to do. For sure. And stay tuned. Like, I mean, I've talked to lots of game developers and we probably, we have a few more like in the works. So probably over the next few years, I mean, I, I, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but we got some, some things, uh, some things sorted out for upcoming years in terms of new games. But yeah, Nidhogg 2 is, is available now. Order it by September 15th, get it this fall and check it out man it's been fun making it i hope people have a lot of fun playing it awesome well thanks for coming on dan i really appreciate your time talking about nidhogg 2 which i'm super excited about um des moines up down is very much on my list of things to do in the next couple months here so i might be coming to say what's up and uh yeah yeah, anybody that's still watching check them out i'm going to put the links down in the description so you can check out everything about dsm arcade and nidhogg 2 and if you like what we're doing here at indie arcade wave don't forget to like share and subscribe We'll just keep the wave coming for you. Keep putting out episodes. And we also have merch out. I totally forgot about that. I'm going to throw that link in the description. But until next time, peace.